0: Now I know the boy, hold up, wait, let me pause twice Told my mama,
1: mama i nice toys at the girls feed me. Hey, buddy! Uh-oh! We both have working microphones episode, episode 100 and whatever the fuck we're on Episode you, 10 trillion, and we had to have three false starts to get the microphones working For the first time We figured out how to plug our shit in Say, you didn't happen to do a bunch of drugs, did you? Uh, Usually Usually it's... Just beer drugs. It's just a Thursday. Just beer drugs. What's up, man? Uh, chilling. Yeah, you doing good? I'm doing great, actually. I had a I had a fantastic day. That's... Fucking delightful. I'm really glad to hear that. How are you, buddy? I'm okay. <laughs> I feel like that's, um... That's an unfortunately common response on our here show. Are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. Listen, Dog Dad's ghost blog is, you know, um... Look, Dad, Dad, this Dad dog, <laughs> this dog Dad. Did this dude just do this? This dude just did this, and this Dad dog is an unhappy parent. Oh boy, what what'd she do, Bud? Look, I I don't know what it is. I felt like we grew her past the phase of when eating shit was going to be problematic. Like litter, like feces. No, no, eating possessions and mm. furniture in our house. I think the uh, the. Bjork oh. Bark Hex. Yeah, no, no that's, that's, uh, you're the, right. the turquoiseish one. Oh, I got it. Um, mm, Uh-oh. Mm. Oh, geez. Oh, geez, Rick. <sighs> I was all excited because, like, we have our first advertiser and shit tonight. And I'm like, oh, we're a real podcast. And then we start out with just can't plug three, the microphones in. <laughs> three false starts. Can't turn the fucking soundboard on. No soundboard. All right, you're good now. <laughs> all right, well, so anyway, my dog. <laughs> bark,
2: Bjork Bark
1: is... A little shit bird, and it's bird dog. Bird dog. You got a pigeon rat. Bird dog's ghost. Damn it! <laughs> uh Now she just is eating everything in the house, including the couch. Well, you should probably fucking feed her and man. the couch cushions. Bork, bork. Well, no, <laughs> bork. So You're supposed tha- to feed them like at least once a day. So that was the other problem. Is she was she was getting she was eating except she was eating all her food. And by all her food, I mean she figured out a way to pop up in her food container and ate, like, 10 meals worth of food in one sitting. And we had to, like, stay up with her all night and make sure she didn't die. Damn. Yeah, that girl big.
2: That girl big.
1: <laughs> Too big. Bro, I swear to God, I, we called her Jabba the Pup because her fucking tummy was just, like, wiggling back That's and forth. cute, but unfortunate. Was unfortunate Guys don't let your dogs Eat all their food It can actually hurt them Really really badly like, I think literally Everyone else Who has a dog Knows that right Bark
2: Bjork Bark
1: <laughs> Well this I'm a new dad Spencer So I'm fucking learning And I am Growing through my learning I, I grow from the things That frustrate me Fair enough I grow from the. See I have to repeat The mantra To get it to really sink in I grow from the things That frustrate me
2: Bark Bork Bork
1: Whoa, robot dog source. I don't, nice. know, how, I don't know how I did you that. You are an innovator, sir. Thank you. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> like, I literally couldn't do that again if I tried. All right, contact in the desert part two. Uh, Where did we leave off? Were we going to play any listener voicemails today or are we just going to dive oh, right in? Uh, we can play some voicemails if you want. I haven't, as usual, I haven't like gone through and screened any in particular. I but feel like that generally is what makes it most fun. Is I can pick a few random ones if you'd like. Let's pick a few random uh, voicemails. Oh, okay. Really quickly, as a quick aside in between our... So last week, if you didn't listen to last week's episode about Contact in the Desert, uh, you should... Spencer went with What If Correspondent Andrew Poitras, and uh, we're doing recaps on last week's episode, this week's episode, as well as on uh, last week's Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash Podcast, you can get all the exclusive Contact in the Desert content over there. Um, But before last week's Contact in the Desert episode, we did an episode about shadow people. And holy shit, did you all write in about shadow people? Oh, you're you're saying this up like we're going to play a voicemail about shadow people? I'm going to play a random voicemail that... Most likely is not about shadow people. No, that's totally fine. I was just going to say, I noticed this week we got multiple voicemails and multiple emails. Hella people were like, yo, shadow people are real as fuck. They haunted me as a child. We we had some strong reactions to that one, yeah. People were like... Mostly negative. Yeah, well, I think it was because (laughs) we left the shadow people topic being like, this feels a little goofy. This feels like people being overtired or... You're goofy! Whatever. They're real. A lot of people were like, yeah, a lot of people gave us the fuck off, Mm -hmm. bud. I I done seen it and... I don't believe you. You need more people. This from Google's translation seems to not be related to that, but who knows?
0: Cool. My name is. Fuck. God damn it. Uh, My name is Althex, and I do not support Tom DeLonge or any of his horse shit, but I do think he has some cool shit on his website. Okay. Alright, boys. Just fucking keep your few hairs long and straight. Don't leave them curly. About as much as I got, you fucking put tiny little curlers.
1: (laughs) Um, If I were you, I would have been smashing the you're too deckard, bud button. But it's on you now, so I gotta be honest with you. I don't get to do these things anymore. I gotta be honest with you. I was so captivated by that (laughs) message, I forgot that I am also holding the soundboard again. First of all, can we can you just play the beginning one more time? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure. It off to a really rocky start. No, was and great. Then, and then got worse. It was great.
0: <laughs> My name is... A, fuck. God damn it. I'll
2: uh, get dickered on yet. this one. And
0: I do not support Tom DeLonge or any
1: of his... My <laughs> name is... Ah, fuck. Shit. <laughs>
2: Oh, 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 oh God, God. i
0: Thanks, love, Ray.
1: I love the sentiment of, like, I'm going to fucking call them. <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit. What's my name, though? No. Oh, fuck. What's my name again? Get uh, it? Because he hates Tom DeLong. I do. Well, but he likes his website. Mm, also um, also he likes straight pubic hair apparently. This one's long and has a lot Oh day. This one's long and has a lot of things bleeped out. Let's see what we got. That sounds perfect.
0: Boys. Alright, so you fucking let's like a tenth one, right?
1: You guys are allowed to call us when you're sober, by the way. You don't want to have to be blackout drunk to leave us a voicemail. What the fuck? Or <laughs> <laughs> or just fucking do <laughs> just it Just send it I guess What uh damn it I'm. I'm Your two dicker uh, butt isn't on here uh, okay, like We well.
0: never like decreased in its arc It was always like 30 degrees left 30 degrees right Anyway, UFO has been taken over By oh, a bunch of okay.
2: Alright, oh, I'm, sure okay. I'm pretty sure that's
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the same Outtakes uh, from the previous one I think we have a. Th- oh we have three more from the same person. Okay, we're gonna stitch those all together and <laughs> listen to them at a later date. And I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. We love you for leaving them. Um, a lot of these have people's phone numbers in them, so I'm gonna skip those. Let's I'll, see. let see what this one is.
0: Grins up, grins up. Yo, what's up, my dudes? This is Coy calling from Asheville. Uh, Coy, you just like. Wanted the fish. to say hey, love you guys stuff. How? How are you doing? Just. Makes me feel like I'm back in college with my boys. Ah, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Thirty three. You guys ever get out to Asheville? I will totally set up a weed scavenger hunt for you. How? So yeah. come on out. Uh, wanted to pose a few episode ideas. All right. Wondered if you ever heard of Lake City Quiet Pills. How? Online conspiracy. Yeah, bro! Uh, Jesus. Check yes, it out. Started in Reddit. Could be a uh, like mob hit hitman website that's in secret code Mm -hmm. um the second thing I wanted to say was I don't remember anyways (laughs) uh, keep doing what you're doing guys thanks late
1: late
2: do do, do any
1: sober women over the age of 22 listen to our show or is it just all drunk 20 something year old dudes I mean it's us man (laughs) this is what we are on the show I mean... That's our I'm, people, bro. That's our people. All right. Um, Something about negative energy. Thanks for calling us. We will 100% come to Asheville and take you up on... Uh, your town is lovely. I've been there before, and I would love to come back. We're going to take you up on your scavenger hunt idea. Um, we we'll, drink, we'll drink Coors Light with your college buddies. I'm fine with that. I'm yeah, certainly not above that. That's fine. I'll go walk around the woods and find your weed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll, right. Meet back in the middle. <laughs> Let's play this one, I guess. Hey, boys.
0: One of course, on the rock you know. uh, We, I
1: think we played that one earlier. uh Oh, um, I love when you guys put your phone numbers in these, but that makes it hard to play. Well, you Here's, can just play uh, one we, and we'll bleep it out. We got, yeah, we got one here.
0: Hey guys, uh, this is Sarah. I Hi. Live in Minneapolis, Prospect Park area. Hell what yeah. up? Um, Represent. Been listening to the show for about six months now. Love it. Thank you. Um, in the middle of listening to the. show,
1: if you open your window at like 7 p.m. on Tuesdays, you can probably hear us yelling.
0: That's <laughs> Shadow People true. <laughs> episode, and had to call. I'm like 10 minutes in, but had to call and tell you guys that I've had an experience with it. See, I'm saying, um, dude. When I was 16, 15 or 16, um, I was growing up in Iowa, and my parents were going through a divorce. And one night, I think I might have been. Alone in the house or alone in the upstairs?
1: You think you might have been alone? That is spooky to begin with.
0: Of my parents' house. And for some reason, I was sleeping in my parents' bedroom. And in the middle of the night, I feel something weird. So I kind of just open my eyes. And all of a sudden, I see this, like, black figure with a hat, just I, like, see it lean down over me and get, like, I guess where the face would be, Ugh. right over my face. Ugh. And I freak out. I Hell freak no. Out. I throw all the lights on in the upstairs, and I, I just run down to the first floor of the house and then I kind of fully wake up. Um, that was the first instance I've had with shadow people. First, um, it's too I've many. seen other things in my sleep or when I'm kind of waking up. Heck. Um, but that was probably the worst. And I don't know if I believe that it's something extraterrestrial or like a ghost or if it's just in our our minds but it definitely scared the shit out of me Fuck yeah, and it did. I am scared to this of shadow people now and watched the movie on Netflix The Nightmare and well, couldn't sleep for like two nights after that and come on <laughs>
1: Sarah, don't Sarah. It was Sarah, right? Yeah. Sarah, don't do that to yourself. Go watch like the Sandlot or something. Why would you? uh, Don't do that Mm. to yourself. If (laughs) look, self care, baby. If you know, (laughs) if you know that you're not, if you have a propensity, don't don't feel that fire. You don't need to feel that
0: fire. I feel like the real, or that I've seen something like that um but i recently listened to an episode on psychic vampires from the last podcast on the left and they kind of mention something to the fact that shadow people could just be psychic vampires absorbing our energy and the only reason i give credence to that a little bit is because that's an idea i had like very negative Yeah, oh, that
1: was three that was three minutes Well, if some dickheads on a podcast said it, it must be true, right? I mean, (laughs) sounds like us. (laughs) That's how we do things here. Also sounds like us. Hey, thanks for calling Sarah. Shout out Minneapolis. Repping the town. Except that that means there's shadow people in our town. Well. I would prefer that she were from someplace shitty and far away. That we don't ever have to go to so that we can never get attacked by the shadow people? Correct. Mm, Well, Sarah was legit though one of many people who were like, yeah, right, boys. Got a story for you, sweary boys. Yeah, you guys don't know shit. Shadow people are out here. Um, can you turn down the soundboard? It's really loud. You can. How do I do it? Um, there's a button. Volume. Some, yep. Do I press G- it? Give that a press. Pressed. And then that big knob there? Yep. Spin it to the left a little bit. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. That's much better. <laughs> he says. with me, I'm now. Hell yeah! I'm grown. I know how to use the soundboard, y'all. Fuck with me. I'm grown Very now. Very grown. All right, where did we? I think that's enough voicemails. Where did we leave off on? If you want to leave us a voicemail, six one two two four six four six one four. Yes, we talked about Terry Lovelace. Yeah, we talked. Uh, yeah, we talked. We yep. we told the whole Terry Lovelace story. Yeah, we talked about Li- Linda Howe's crazy ass. Right? Did Did we talk about Giorgio? I don't think we talked about Giorgio. Okay, cool. Did we talk about Giorgio? I don't think we talked about Giorgio. <laughs> I don't think so. Let's. Start. We just played the the samples from Giorgio. The.
2: Uh, you're, you're not my friend, moron.
1: Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, Some opinions are so whack. That. God, I wish I had real audio of those. May I? I should hit up. They were filming and recording all those speeches. I should hit up contact and be like, hey. Uh, if we promote your event, you want to share that audio with me? Just like a couple seconds of it. Yeah. It's all in good fun. Um, all right, so let's let's go through Giorgio's speech, presentation, AMA, whatever it was that he did. AMA. You did say, I think you told me it was just like a Q&A. Yeah, so he, well, first of all, he walks out to the um, the 2001 music. Cool. I forget what that thing's actually called. I don't know. The S- Spark Zarathusa or something. Z- I don't know. Zathura, Zathura? Yeah, maybe. I think it might something be Something like that. Um, So he comes out to that. Oh my God, it's full of stars. And like strobe lights and a literal standing ovation. I'm kind of, I know this is absolutely not the song that you just uh, said he came out to, but I'm almost thinking of like, you remember that song from the Space Jam? It was like, I'm on it and welcome to the... I'm just imagining... Just like the Space Jam theme? I'm just imagining him coming out to like, everybody get up, <laughs> it's time to slam now. Just, I mean, like, they should have had... They should have had everyone shit. come out to that, honestly. Like, that would have made a lot of sense. I'm on board. Uh It's not it's this one. I, in case you don't know what I'm talking about and haven't seen the greatest movie ever made. It's... uh Yep. Ooh, ominous. Yeah. Let's skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Yeah. Also Sprock Zara. Oh, Jesus God. Zara. All right. Dustra. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so imagine the fucking alien meme guy running out onto the stage <laughs> to that shit with his 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 chubby self and his halfway buttoned up, like I'm going on an expedition shirt. You know, where you can like roll up the sleeves but then button them to the oh, other yeah. part of the sleeve. Because you're going to be doing such hardcore exploring that you may unfurl your rolled up sleeves at any time. So they must be buttoned in place to avoid such an incident. Exactly. Was he wearing a safari hat? He was not, because you got to show off the hair, man. That's true. <laughs> also, he wouldn't get recognized if he wore a hat, because everyone did, knows him by his big, tall hair. He did talk about Indiana Jones for the first 10 minutes of his presentation, though. Uh, you also told me, not on the show, but before the show, that many of these people mentioned Indiana Jones. Did, did we talk I, about that I on the that show? I think that was on the show, wasn't uh, okay. It? He was one of them, to okay. say that he was the Indiana Jones of something. No, that's right, because we talked about it being kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay, so he says that he's not doing a presentation... In the traditional sense, um, and he's going to do a QA and a session because at so many of these conferences and presentations, it's just like a one-sided monologue for two hours, and you don't get a chance to interact with people or have a dialogue at all. So he says that, and there's a microphone set up, and he says, all right, you know, if you want to come ask a question, just line up at the microphone, and we'll just go through people until we're out of time.
2: Why are you being so lazy, my boy? Well. Come on, man.
1: Right i mean no absolutely i'm just saying absolutely um he then so somebody comes up and asks a question she says three words and he says actually hold on a second and he goes into a literally 20 minute monologue with this poor woman standing there waiting to ask her question at the microphone i think you turned yourself down too much bro um and he starts, he interrupts her to start talking about how it's the 10 year anniversary of Ancient Aliens and then tell the entire backstory of how Ancient Aliens came to be a TV show and how it all came down to him being great. And that's why Ancient Aliens exists. He was the only one that could have connected the dots and done it. And it, no one had ever done it this way before. And Ancient Aliens, fuck yeah. Weird. And then it spent another few minutes talking about Indiana Jones. And then when he was finally going back to the woman who had started her question 20 minutes ago, said, okay, so you guys, you you can ask me questions. You can ask me questions like, and then asked himself a question and then spent another five minutes answering the question he had just asked himself. No way. While this woman is still standing at the microphone waiting to ask her question. No way. He said, Giorgio, is there anything that you guys ever weren't allowed to show on the show? no actually our producers blah, blah, blah and he started responding to his own question hell Wh- no <laughs> um, in this crazy ass diatribe he managed to say that everyone at SETI are quote a bunch of buffoons oh um, he said that anyone suggesting that UFOs are demonic you're not my friend you're a fucking moron that's yep. what that quote was from he also said if we are living in a computer simulation we should all just kill ourselves
2: Shit went bad real quick. You know Which I, mean? I think is a
1: extremely irresponsible thing to say to a crowd of, like, a thousand-plus people. Yeah. Suggesting that maybe, not just you, but actually all of us should kill ourselves, like, right now. This is it, guys. Especially in a room where there was no shortage of, of mental health issues. He's a, He probably followed it up with, like, also, there's some Kool-Aid in the bag. <laughs> um... I don't necessarily want to run through all of the questions and all the answers because most of them were not that interesting. Um, a couple of highlights. He claimed that there are palm tree fossils in Switzerland, which I couldn't exactly verify, but seems to be at least partially true. Okay. That climate change has happened in the past and that parts of the world that are now warm used to be cold and vice versa. Sure. Um, I don't think that's, like, revolutionary, though. I don't, yeah, no. I mean, I'm not saying I can tell you much more about that scientifically. I just mean, like... Big same. It doesn't seem... It doesn't big same. It just doesn't necessarily seem like he's, uh, you know... I don't know if that's a phrase or not, but it's going to be. <laughs> big same is definitely... <laughs> <laughs> big same. <laughs> um, Major League. He Somebody asked him how he met his wife, because I guess his wife is, like... Known in this weirdo community, and she goes to conferences with him and sells crystals and stuff. Cool. Um, what? Oh, wow. Boy, he said, Having a hard time again, man. Remember how yeah, 10 yeah, minutes yeah. in my head uh-huh. hurt? Yeah, yeah, well, it's hurting again. Well, we got a long way to go. All right. Um, he said that he met his wife because he was looking at pictures of himself on Twitter. <laughs> Hold on. Let me finish the sentence. No, <laughs> no way! I won't. What? Either let me finish or get back on your microphone. One or the other.
2: Okay. <laughs> Woo.
1: What an incredible thing to admit <laughs> in front of thousands of people. So anyway, the other day I'm looking at myself on Twitter, right? <laughs> so he was, look- sure, <laughs> he was like looking, you do. He was looking at pictures of himself on Twitter. Oh my god. Saw her in one of them and DM'd her. <laughs> Cuz she was he was like, "Damn, she's fine. I need to DM her." Wait, saw her in one of them or yeah. saw saw like a, an account that posted a photo of him. Uh, I guess I don't know. Okay. One, either one. I don't think it really makes a difference, honestly. Well, I was wondering more if it was like, like he took a photo at some conference with this woman and this woman posted the photo and he yeah. came back across the photo and was like, oh, I, was- I think it was that. Okay. All right. Got it. Or like she was tagged in a photo with him or something like that. Bro. Mm-hmm. What an astonishing revelation! That actually, this man <laughs> acknowledge in front of everyone that this is a thing that he did. And let's be real, this is not something he did once. And this no, is something he no, does. No, no, no. And he said it like he thought it was cute. Oh boy! Like he thought that was a like a cool, endearing fact about himself and his wife. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. I, I actually wrote in my notes in all caps across like three lines, just big yikes. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> the hell no. Um he told us that he believes potatoes, corn, and weed are came from the aliens. Okay. Because there's no according to him, don't no one actually knows anything about science at this place, it turns out. <laughs> um there's no evolutionary history of those three things. They just like appeared on the planet one day. Therefore the aliens must have left them. That's an idea. About thirty seconds That's after an idea. After about thirty seconds after he said that, Poitras just turned and silently showed his phone to me, in which he had Googled, where are potatoes from? And Google just says Peru. <laughs> 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 Bro, you know, you're at a wild shit conference when someone on stage can literally be like, We have no idea where potatoes are from. They're probably from the aliens. And everyone's like, Oh. And like, Poitras literally just turns Google around. Uh, uh, I think it's Peru, actually. Peru? I mean, I'm sure what he meant was like, They don't have an evolutionary ancestor or something like that. But yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but whatever. The reason, uh, hey, man, if he doesn't have to think about shit, I don't have to think about shit. <laughs> right? He also said the reason we haven't found any ancient alien tech, because somebody asked like, it was a hilarious, let me look at my actual paper notes. It was a hilariously phrased question. Um, He said something about like, when we find ancient alien tech, how can we help you guys use it the best? Who's you guys? Like the ancient aliens crew crew. Oh, like um, like Giorgio Salukalos and like is, David Childress and stuff. Yeah, is gonna have any use for alien technology that you or I don't have? So the question was, how can we help you guys use ancient alien tech for good? Oh, as opposed to uh, you know falling into the wrong hands and and whatnot. Giorgio said, "I don't know. We haven't ever found any." <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure that was the question. In fact, which no what I should say is I'm sure that wasn't the question, <laughs> which I think he meant to say like, well, so he went on to say we haven't found any because the aliens brought replicators with them to Earth to make all the things that they gave to us. And then when they left, they took the replicators away. So they didn't bring technology here from another planet. They gave us shit to build things. Oh, Right, <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, I don't know, dude. Um, let's see. Uh, he also I just wrote down some random quotes. Do it. I want them. such as don't take me what you got. don't take ayahuasca indoors. That sounds it's actually solid advice. like pretty I, good I, advice yeah, as far as I can tell. Yeah, um if you think the earth is flat, please leave. Somebody came up and asked the flat Earth question, and he refused to answer it, and just kept yelling over him, and told the guy to leave. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, this is the first thing he's done that I agree with. <laughs> he, to he was onto a couple of things. All right. Um, the third person to Plus ask a, points back. The third person to ask a question just walked up to the microphone holding a skull. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Handed it to him and said, "Please explain this." And none of the rest of us could see it, but I'm guessing maybe it was like a weird looking skull. I don't know. Uh, if I'm, if I'm a presenter on stage at an event like this and someone walks up and tries to hand me a skull. <laughs> now your fingerprints are on it. <laughs> yeah. I am I am the fuck out of there. Always good to have another set of prints on a skull. Jesus. Um, Giorgio said, quote, that's weird. And then just set it down on the podium and told us to come to his lecture tomorrow.
2: Oh boy.
1: Uh, lastly, I think lastly, this thing, yeah, lastly, he thinks that the Coral Castle mm, mm-hmm. was built using some sort of weird green orbs slash lights. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That apparently somebody saw once.
0: Well, look, if you're not prepared to do the research, Brian, why make the statement in the first place? I make-
1: Great question. I'm... Our guy, Giorgio, was on a bunch of them, not just one. I'm honestly... I'm honestly, uh, you're okay, you're going to say really, or I shouldn't be, but I'm honestly shocked at how, I mean, how ludicrous this sounds. Dude, this weekend was, so I've been into this shit for a long time, right? Like since I was a kid and now have been like more actively into it for a few years. And I was blown away by just how over the top stupid a bunch of this shit was. Hmm. Like, just patently, like, obviously false, absurd statements, left and right, all day long, Mm. and no one ever calling anything out. And, like, I think that, to me, is what's so... I mean, I know we joke about this shit a lot, and we'll continue to, but the thing, for me, that's so frustrating, we've talked about this on the show more than once before, is you can, you know... You can explain away a lot of the stuff that we talk about with a lot of science and a lot of reasoning and a lot of logic and a lot of um, lore and urban legend. And, you know, there's a lot of explanations, but there's a percentage of the stuff that we always come across. That's like, huh, there's some genuinely weird shit that happens in in, in our world. Yes. And. And I would love to take a serious look at that weird shit that happens in our world. Exactly. Yeah. And when people like Giorgio Saluclos decide to go on stage and host a Q and A that is not a Q and A, or yes, or sort of is a Q and A but is not like leading anywhere, and mm. Linda Bolton Howe makes wildly cats uh, wildly un unbased claims about the structures that are. St- Anti-gravity ceilings. Two miles underneath <laughs> and, the, and the Antarctic ice shelf mm-hmm. and have anti-gravity ceilings where it is confirmed that it is 72 degrees. <laughs> confirmed. 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 It was 68, Ryan. Okay, let's not uh, get carried 68. away. That's, Come on now. It's not that hot. Okay, <laughs> it's not that hot down Jeez, there. Don't be ridiculous. Um, It just fucks the whole thing up. Yeah, absolutely. For everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody gets fucked up because of it. Yep. But they get paid. So that's the other thing that's so frustrating to me too is like... I mean, come on, man. You're just going to go up there and be like, I was on a TV show once. What do you want to know about anything? But 1,500 people ate it up. And I'm sure he made fucking hella money for it, too. Yeah. For him individually, it's the right thing to do. I mean, I guess. I mean, for, for him as like a personality and from an earning perspective, like... People loved it. People like, thought it was great. He was entertaining. He did what he was booked to do. I know? guess I'm just like you can't you can't even put together a 20 side presentation if you're going to talk I about. Think he, I think he did. I think this was in addition to that. I just didn't go to the other part. I see. So this was I, this intentionally was not the, designed to be a Q&A with him. Correct. This was not the only thing he was doing all over right, the weekend. That's a little different. Yeah. He was also giving a presentation and was also on a panel. This was like I see. one thing he was doing throughout the whole weekend. All right. All right. I can give that more. Yeah, slightly yeah, more yeah. No, he, he wasn't like cashing his entire check to say that's weird about a skull that people handed him and talk about DMing women on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> While looking at himself, <laughs> bro, I that wonder, fucking shredded me. Do you, God. do you think she tagged him in it and he's just like scrolling through his mentions or is he searching his own name? Yes. Is he searching Both. a hashtag? All of it. Literally all of it. Okay. He's probably got alerts set up for like the ancient aliens hashtag and alerts for like his first and last name. I mean, and yeah. I guess with all of those things, if, if someone's tweeting any of those, they're about him. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't like searched for anybody like talking about the show on Twitter before, but it's a lot different to position it as like, so I was looking for pictures of my own face. <laughs> like <laughs> what?
0: Also, oh, hey, do
1: you want to fuck? <laughs> hey, you look, you look freaking cute <laughs> and we're in this photo together. What's up? You trying uh, to get married right quick? Oh boy. Let's freaking do it. And she was. And she was trying to get married right quick. Uh, Ryan, we have a gosh dang ad to read. That's a very good question. You need to go and speak to some owls. Well, <laughs> you gotta you gotta get your belly off the pads, bud. It was actually my phone when I was pulling up the ad copy, but you know what? You want to read it? I got it. Uh, talk to the people, man. All right. This week's episode is brought to you in part by Stitcher Premium. Sick. Uh, yeah, we want to recommend some podcasts that are available on Stitcher Premium. If you're looking for true crime, there's True Crime Garage Off the Record, which is the latest project from the True Crime Garage hosts Nick and the Captain. Uh, They revisit some of the most haunting cases they've covered to date, and it's a compilation of hidden treasures, a chance to dive deeper, discuss new theories, and get updates on your favorite episodes of True Crime Garage. Yeah. Or... If you're looking for something a little different, comedian Chris Gethard's Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People opens up the phone line to one anonymous caller and Chris can't hang up first no matter what. Holy shit. Is that real? That's actually a really (laughs) tight concept. I fucking love that idea (laughs) so much. Oh, my God. I have unlimited respect for this. Are some of these episodes just like 10 hours long? I mean. Also, can we call him? Oh yeah, but you'd have to be so lucky. That dude's mad famous. I don't know who it is, but cool. Um, from shocking confessions and family secrets to philosophical discussions and shameless self-promotion, anything can and will happen. do not we just promote our podcast for ten hours? Hey, Chris, have you ever heard of a show called the What If Podcast? Oh, uh, we have 130 episodes. Let's play all of them for you. <laughs> <laughs> Into the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That would be so. Or just like blast awful. him with, with soundboard sounds till oh, he hangs up. Everyone would boycott our podcast. You can also didn't. enjoy completely ad free episodes of hit shows like Dr. Death, American History Tellers from the Wondery Network, or Cults, Serial Killers, Cults and Serial Killers from the Parcast Network, also Extraterrestrial on Parcast Network lit Uh, with Stitcher Premium you get thousands of hours of original and ad free content like my favorite murder and today explained plus you get early access to new releases exclusive bonus episodes and archives of your other favorite podcasts and hundreds of stand-up comedy albums and you know we're on there too The, the iffy boys be up in there the sweary boys be all up in Stitcher Premium so Spencer to get Stitcher Premium free For one month, you get a full free month to try all those things that we just talked about and check them out. Uh, All you have to do is go to StitcherPremium.com and type in the promo code WHAT? (laughs) <laughs> Which, boy, we should have had a little John Watt queued up for yeah, this. Yours was pretty good. Uh, it's just what? Put in the promo code what at StitcherPremium.com. You get a full free month trial of Stitcher Premium. You get access to all that premium content, thousands of hours, comedy albums, all the shows we talked about, as well as checking us out, uh, our show out on StitcherPremium.com as well. And the iffy boys get paid, so go do that shit. True that. com. Use promo code what and get your free month. All right. Uh, Preston Dennett or David Wilcock what you want to do first? Oh Billy they're both I saved the best two for last so you really can't go wrong. <sighs> um, I think we should I think we should save David Wilcock for the close. Okay all right um, I... you may remember Preston Dennett because we've actually covered some of his stuff on the show before.
0: Whoa, I'm
1: nervous. Do you remember when we talked about the praying mantis aliens who could control time? Oh, I do. That was from. (gasps) Oh, do I ever? (laughs) I do. That was from Preston Dennett's book Inside UFOs. (laughs) Yeah, Sorry. Go ahead. Um, Um, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let that joke just hang in the air. I. uh, Go ahead. Carry on. Inside. Just fine. It's fine. You you fucking UFOs. Is that the joke? I'm not. Mm. I'm certainly not. You could be. I'd rather not. Preston has. (laughs) Has he? No. Um, All right. Okay. Good. So he's got a, he's got a book, bro. That would be the wildest presentation. <laughs> I fucked a UFO. Oh, is, is that no. our pre- is that our presentation at contact next year? Hello, everyone. <laughs> since everybody else, my gets my penis to has li- been to space. <laughs> since everyone a- else, <laughs> since everybody else gets to lie. <laughs> While we're up here not telling the truth and shit, I've inseminated many spacecraft. <laughs> Bro, what if that was the first line of our presentation? Since everybody else gets to lie, uh, we're the sweary boys here to tell you about having sex with spaceships. <laughs> Number one, be careful! <laughs> Wrap it up. Um, all right, so he's he's got a book called The Healing Power of UFOs.
0: In which he has,
1: he's documented or is telling us about 300 cases of UFO healings. Okay. Hmm. So his presentation was basically um, running through some of the highlights of these UFO healing uh, events. And can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. To my knowledge, and I know my knowledge is uh, shallower than yours. I don't. I don't hear about uh, UFOs or uh, what did Poitras text me to make sure that I didn't get it confused with um, no advanced aerial threats AATs. Oh, that's that's the Tom DeLonge lingo. Mm-hmm. But Got yeah, it. we'll talk um, about that later. The 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 whole trope of them being healing in nature is not something I had encountered before. Is yeah, that a common thing? Is that a thing? I don't think so, and I think that's why he compiled these is that it's sort of a unique branch of the ufo phenomenon okay i see um so he ran through these really quickly in his presentation and we tried to (laughs) we tried to intervene and ask some clarifying questions and after the third one fortress literally got booed by other (laughs) audience members i mean to be fair he was yelling in front of like thousands of people Mm -hmm. at a speaker right (laughs) Mm, this one was smaller. Okay, this was like a hundred people. Okay, all right. <laughs> but so he he hit a lot of highlights, and and so my notes initially were very brief, such as uh, aliens cure AIDS. Ooh, they use light, medicine, surgery. Uh, Michael Evans got a brain implant. UFOs can give you the shits. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, like what camp these days? Let's a be UFO honest. cured a shark bite. Oh. People who are doing good work for humanity are more likely to be healed by UFOs. Oh, Grays do the most healing. Reptilians do the fewest or do the least. Fewest. It's a reptilian. Yeah, they don't. If you see one, they are not here to help you. <laughs> You're not getting ban- um, you're not getting band-aids for shit. I don't remember what this was in reference to, but I wrote down they healed Chuck's head cold. <laughs> Chuck had a cold, and the aliens fixed it, I guess. Who's Chuck? I don't know. Well, if he was moving pretty quickly through the options, I guess it makes sense. Um, Just like a guy named Chuck. The aliens told a guy named Jim, stop smoking weed. This is not the life we had planned for you. Hmm. Hell no! (laughs) Apparently the aliens are my mom. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They cured some woman's yeast infection. Okay. Uh, And then he has a whole chapter called Alien Dentists. (laughs) Aliens be out here fixing people's teeth. Okay. They used a crystal to remove Dan's wisdom teeth. And uh, they gave a dude named Trey Ayaros from Argentina a new set of teeth. That's an idea. He grew a whole secondary row of teeth behind Uh, his other ones like a shark. Oh. Or like my puppy who keeps spitting teeth out on the carpet. Yep. (laughs) Mine's done doing that now. Um, A UFO cured Alan Godfrey's ED. Uh, okay. as in erectile dysfunction. I, I I knew what it stood for. I was just hoping you're going to move clarify right for quickly. the listeners. Just hoping you're going to move on to the next one um, right away. Some gray aliens told Anna Jamerson that she was too fat. Oh, that's uh, so kind of them. <laughs> again, I don't remember what this line was in reference to, but I wrote down they sawed off the top of Ted's head. Okay, the top of Ted's head gone belongs to the aliens now the top of Ted's head should with, with a saw <laughs> probably be added to the list i feel and like. then the last thing in my notes in all caps was a ufo broke up a fight between two roosters ooh so at that point that was the moment i was talking about where i literally threw my notebook up in the air and looked around at the rest of the room like did y'all really just hear this and no not one single person had a reaction w- <clears throat> to the wildest shit i've heard all life. We're all... All of life. We're all just going to act like this is normal, huh? So if you go to the blue page, there's a section or a, a sample called Preston Dennett. You see that one? I do. We got to talk to Preston about this case specifically because it was the wildest UFO case I've ever heard of and I needed clarification. So... And we had run out of questions. <laughs> to... Wait, what do you mean? Oh, we him. We weren't allowed to ask more questions during his presentation. We had been cut off. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. We were not welcome anymore. Did you get the boot, or you were just we didn't shushed? get kicked out? We just you, after we got booed on the third one, I felt like a fourth one probably wasn't the got right, it. R- the right move. You looked at Purchase, and you're like, "Hey, man, we're here for a reason." And- we'll find him after the presentation and follow up. <laughs> we might ruin that reason if we right, keep this right. up. Yeah, okay. We got a whole nother day here. Let's not get ourselves beat up by some old UFO enthusiasts. That sounds like kind of a bummer. So yeah, hit that Preston Dennett button and. Uh, We'll let him summarize this case. We'll hear from the man himself.
2: Yeah, I wrote about it in the book. Okay. It comes from a lady by the name of Susan Navars Morton, okay. uh, who was did invited we, to you turn that a volume rooster down a bit, fight. You're, you're Illegal, by the way. There was a crowd of over a hundred people. They were on stands. There was two roosters, and they were fighting and had become severely injured. And they were just barely pecking at each other, and it wasn't going all that well because they'd both become pretty injured. Okay. When two I believe it was two objects showed up and one came quite low and it shut it was uh, spherical shaped, and it shot down two orange beams of light. Um, usually these beams of light are white, sometimes blue, purple, don't have a lot of orange beams, so I don't know what si- significance the color has, uh, but these were orange beams of light, each of which struck one rooster. For just a few moments, they glowed in a noticeable light, sort of an aura of light and just a few seconds, everyone is screaming. It's causing complete panic and uh, the rooster stood thing. up That's great. and this ended the fight. Everyone left immediately and I, there isn't a lot of information. I, I got this from a news clipping actually. Where where was that? This is in Texas. No, uh, the the publication that you found the oh. clipping in. UFO news clipping service. It came from a Texas newspaper Uh, and I have the actual source in my book and uh, the name of the town I believe I have that as well and uh, she sent this story in as part of a a request it's like there was three stories and one of them was hers and I'm like wow roosters that's that was the first animal healing I've heard of Wow, roosters. <laughs> wow, roosters.
1: Everyone was screaming. <laughs> the way He, <laughs> he, screaming he is sounds so... like Forrest Gump or something. <laughs> the, we were all screaming. The way he said screaming was so great. Uh, interesting, man. Yeah. It's a fun so, one. I bought his book because Sick. it sounded pretty lit, and I needed more information <laughs> about this case specifically. Yeah, you wanted to dive in. Also, I've since found an email address for... For the woman who witnessed this UFO breaking up a cockfight. Oh, this was... If that's a thing we want to pursue further. This was further. recent? No, this was a long time ago. But this woman was like a teenager and now she's in her 70s. But I found her email address if we want to try and ask her about it. How'd you find her email address? I'm pretty good at Google. Well, how do you know it's hers? Could be someone by the same pretty, name. Pretty good at Google. Uh, okay. Mm. I mean, I guess it's worth a shot. She, I found- Can you tell us about the aliens that healed your birds? Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, no. What, I'm, what's she going to say? No? Okay. Fr- yeah, no loss here. Um, quick highlights from the book. Yes. Case number 173, shark bite on leg. Awesome. In January. I mean, awful, but awesome. In, in January of 1991, Amador Pieza Valles saw a UFO hovering over a mountain in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Okay. Jose Maria Fernandez-Martinez also saw the UFO earlier the same week. Uh, The object remained in place for more than 10 minutes, and Fernandez grabbed his camera and tried to record it. At that moment, his camera malfunctioned. Following the incident, something very strange happened. Some days earlier, Fernandez had been bitten by a shark. Whoa! (laughs) I would have led with that, Preston. His family and those around him saw Fernandez's (laughs) wound on his lower leg, which was severe enough that everyone knew it would take a long time to heal. This fucking... Non-specific language. The morning after trying to film the UFO, Fernandez woke up to find his leg and foot completely healed, showing only a small scar on his heel. I cannot tell that the beings who came here in the ship cured me, but something strange happened to me because my wound closed since last night. On that same evening, Fernandez's wife, Gloria Santiago, saw strange lights coming out of the water. Shark bite healed. Um, Shark bait, ooh ha ha. Case number 58, new teeth. New teeth. Uh, Also, in case you're wondering, case 26, roosters. Definitely. The one we just covered. Also, case 33, horse. Singular. Just one time. One-heeled horse. One time. (laughs) One time for my horse peeps. (laughs) Case number 58, new teeth. On December 30th, 1972, Ventura Maraceras of Argentina saw a bright light hovering above his home. Inside the light, he could discern a metallic craft with portholes, and through the portholes he saw humanoid figures. At this point he was struck by a brilliant flash of light which shot out from the underneath of the craft. In the following weeks, he suffered from symptoms typical of radiation sickness, including hair loss, headaches, nausea, diarrhea, told you they'd make you shit yourself, Whoa. eye irritation, and swollen red pustules on his neck. Hell no. <laughs> Doctors were baffled, but when he told them of his UFO encounter, they had no choice but to believe him. I'm pretty sure there's one more there are choice there. a whole there. bunch of other options, actually. Yep. His symptoms simply could not be faked. Okay. Besides, there there was more evidence to support his story. The tops of the eucalyptus trees were scorched where the object had hovered. His cat disappeared in front of his eyes. When the beings beings came out of the craft, they stole his cat. They're delivering it to Linda to be chopped up. 48 days later, the cat reappeared with severe burns on its back. Whoa. That cat was too resilient. They couldn't cut him in half. Finally, an abnormally large number of dead catfish were found in a small stream at the location of the sighting. In fact, there was so much evidence that the case attracted a lot of official attention. In less than a month, he was interviewed by more than or interviewed more than 60 times by many officials including doctors, police, government officials and UFO researchers. He took weeks to recover from his injuries caused by the UFO. Then, less than 2 months after the encounter came the final but most unbelievable symptom of all. Uh-oh. Verified by numerous doctors, engineers, police officers, and UFO investigators, Ventura, although 73 years old, began to grow his third set of teeth. Third? Well, I think he means baby teeth, adult teeth. Now Another a third set one. of teeth. Yeah. Got it. UFO investigator Pedro Romanuk was assigned to the case because of his credentials as a former commander with an international airline. Not sure what that has to do with it. And a technical investigator for the Argentine Air Force Aviation Accidents Investigation Board. Hmm. I might have sent a dentist with him, but uh, he performed... But you know, the Air Force might do something too. Um, yeah, he's got a bunch of extra teeth after he saw a UFO. To that- summarize, th- there's a bunch more, but I'm summarizing.
2: Uh, that's wild.
1: They'll heal your horse. They'll break up your cockfight. They'll give you a new set of teeth. They'll give you some toofers. You might shit yourself, but you'll get new teeth. And let's all just acknowledge what a simple price that is to pay for shiny new toofers. Honestly, man, I'd shit myself in exchange for free dental work. I gotta think about that. <laughs> if you weren't already insured, sure. Also, it's not just dental work; it's like a whole clean slate. That's true. That's and true. at Seventy something, you probably need it. Honestly, it would probably be it'd probably be pretty sick at that point. I'm thirty three, and I you know I could use a few things, but at seventy three, shit, you're gonna want my teeth are gonna be washed forty years from now. You're gonna want a fresh mouth. Exactly. I mean, if you're okay, so the other question though is like, does it happen instantly or like overnight? You know, mm-hmm. Do you have to go through the process of losing all your teeth. They again? had to grow in. Well, he didn't lose them. He just got a second set. He, he went full shark mode. He? Maybe he maybe he bit the other dude, but then you don't even get the benefit of like having shiny like fresh pearly whites to be able to like floss around town. I think in. all the reckless shit you could do though, be opening bottles with them. I'd just be trying to <laughs> chew through things. It's still gonna hurt. I mean, yeah. I would just like I would just eat like bigger carrots, bigger carrots. <laughs> yeah, just eat a whole carrot and be like, "What's up? Fuck with your boy." You can't eat a whole carrot right now? No, I'm saying. How like, soft are your teeth? No, I'm saying, like, if you, you had a mush mouth, I'm saying you got full carrot. Got mushy teeth. Like, full whole uncut carrot, you could just, like, eat it real fast. Like, Bunny, like, Bugs Bunny <laughs> style. Like, yeah <laughs> You know what I, I mean? No, I don't think I do. Fuck with me. I'm now. All right, we got 10 minutes and a whole lot of David Wilcock bullshit. <laughs> Uh, for people who don't know, for for listeners who might not know who David Wilcock is, consider guys, yourself blessed, guys. I don't know who David Wilcock is. Are you um, serious? No, I mean oh, I've dude. heard this name before. Oh, I don't know who he is. You're in for a time. How is he? What makes him a knowable person to be able um, to speak at these events, so that I can figure out how we can be more knowable than him uh, sooner, so that we can excuse me be someone who speaks at these events. His forehead is on. Fuck with me. I'm grown now. Uh-oh. This is probably most uh, most redeeming trait. He got a five head. He's got like a fifty eleven head. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, How do you he, think he keeps all his brilliance, <sighs> his alien brilliance, in there, bro? He might be an alien, honestly. Big head, ill fitting wig. You're looking for a button. Get there. Get there. It's a reptilian sick. Thank you. Um. He's been on Ancient Aliens. He was one of the first people to really fuck with Gaia. You know about Gaia? Yeah, we talked about it on the show. We did a whole episode about Gaia, didn't we? Huh? No, like the streaming service, not like the Mother Earth thing. Oh. It's like the weird shit Netflix? Yeah, you know about yeah, this? yeah. I've heard of this. Yeah. So he's he's got his own show on there with uh, that, that weirdo Corey Good. How do we get our own show they on there? They talk about blue space birds. You ever heard about the blue avians? Look, I'm just saying, if these people, these fucking people have no, a show. we could do this guy, shit if we wanted to lie to people. Yeah. I, no, I just want to go be us and talk do about the same shit. If you want to lie for profit, I, I have better business proposals for you. I want to go be us and talk about the same shit we talk about. I just want to be as skeptical as we are on the show on Honestly, a weekly that, basis. that doesn't work. You just have to be real real convinced that it's true. Yeah. Can be, we, and if you're willing to lie to large numbers of people, you should just go into actual business. Well, you know what we should do? We should, we should just stop using the word allegedly. <laughs> well, okay. Time is of the essence. David Wilcock had a presentation called Scientific Proof of Portals and the Global Grid. Fuck yeah, I'm already into it. Let's go. I got bad news for you. That's not what he talked about. Well, why? I don't know. Um, Hell his, no. His very first slide said, 2014, a very odd square appears on the moon. Uh, Slide number one. Okay. He then closes the slide and says that the DOJ, as in the Department of Justice, is going, quote, head-to-head with the CIA, and that, quote, this summer should be an absolute smorgasbord of disclosure. Smorgasbord of disclosure. Put it on the list. Correct. Um, (laughs) He then tells us that Tom Tom DeLonge is working for the CIA. Sick. Yep. He then mentioned the, quote, gigantic turnout, very large audience, huge audience, or 1,200 people, at least six to ten times. He was very... Impressed by the number of people that were there to watch him, was he being exaggerative or the twelve hundred is probably accurate? I'm just not sure why he felt the need to constantly reiterate it to those of us that were in that audience and mm. well aware of. you like, well, we're in the room right we now, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he went on this very long, rambling thing <laughs> that had nothing to do with portals or a global grid. Okay. But I think I sort of made sense of it. Okay. And I'm a little concerned that I think I may have sort of made sense of it. (laughs) I'm thrilled that you made sense of it because that means there's going to be a linear path here. I'm going to do my best. Fuck with your boy. Okay. Um, A long time ago, people lived in the moon. Inside of it. Not like on the surface of it, but inside of it. And that's because the moon was a spaceship. That's an idea. Moon used to be a spaceship. And these people that lived inside the moon flew it around the galaxy like a spaceship. Oh. It had more than 10,000 decks inside of it. And he described it as sort of like a Noah's Ark in that it was filled with various types of life and could support many different types of life. Okay. He also made sure to tell us that it had several decks that were just ocean water. Not sure why that was important. Um, the moon is also the oldest object in our solar system. <sighs> Older than, I mean, the sun or planets somehow. I just like, how, I don't understand. No how evidence he, to support any of this. He's yeah, just, it's like, literally just him on a, he didn't even have like a slide up while he was saying any of these things. And he's, he's just saying them. And he's saying these as facts. He's not Correct. saying people say, he's saying, he's just saying. So now the moon is actually the oldest. Correct. Correct. <sighs> <laughs> um so the moon people alien beings who lived inside the moon oh i'm sorry these moon people alien beings are not us no they're they some other oh. species oh because it's older than our solar system ryan oh so they came from outside our solar system long ago oh i i understand now did you ever yep. think maybe this guy's bullshitting you yes um They learned somehow that there was going to be a giant solar flare and that the solar flare was going to destroy the Earth. They didn't want this to happen, so they parked the moon spaceship in between the sun and the Earth to act as a shield. However, this rendered the moon spaceship Noah's Ark thing useless as a spaceship Noah's Ark thing. Because it had absorbed this Uh solar flare. Yep. And everyone that was living inside of it died. Oh. Except two alien families, which fled the moon in three motherships, and they landed on Earth, specifically on Antarctica. A lot of Antarctica talk. Got it. Not really sure why. Got it. Because no one can prove that they're wrong because no one goes there. Yeah, I guess. Um, These two families worked together for a while, but then became divided And one group moved into the Americas, and one group moved into Africa and Asia. Now, the reason that we have pyramids all over the Earth is because these two families were the pyramid builders. And so we have... He spent a long time showing us examples of pyramids in the Americas, in Asia, in Africa, in the Middle East, and they're all, you know, fucking pyramid-shaped. And that's because... It can all be traced back to this one lineage I just, of aliens who used to live inside the moon. From, I just. That came from outside of our solar system and was a spaceship. I feel like the. Uh, oh, boy. I am so sorry. Hey, just, just hang on. Hang on. Um, one of these families Ooh. are Luciferians, AKA Satan worshipers. Oh. They also. So the devil was a thing when they were. Uh... Uh, they also have elongated skulls. And have infiltrated all levels of government and secret societies for thousands of years. So the same devil-worshipping alien family that landed in, landed in Antarctica are in the Illuminati and ancient governments. Our current government in the here in the United States. Okay, they're all over the place. Yep, I guess. And they're they're real nasty people. They sacrifice kids. Uh, they started the California wildfires last year. Oh, did they? Yep. They also oh. they also burned down Notre Dame earlier this year. Oh, what a bunch of dicks! Uh, <laughs> they're also skinwalkers. Oh, and geez. jeez! And in order to get their skinwalker powers, they have to kill children. Oh. So that's why the wildfires and the the killing and the death and the glavin bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, they've or, had. Poor kids. They've had warp drive since 1947, which something to do with Roswell, I think, maybe. Well, that was the year that Roswell happened. Interesting that they were in a ship that was able to traverse the universe for. Well, the moon didn't work anymore, Ryan. Keep up. Oh, I see. So they, when they came to Earth, they redeveloped. They had their motherships, and you know, maybe they had like, you know. But it took them thousands or millions of years. Millions. Millions yep. of yeah, we'll years. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. To redevelop a warp drive. Um, the next line on my notes says something about Rockefellers and Rothschilds. Oh, good th- fucking I think, lord. I think he was implying those are the two alien families. Um, also, this was a part where I lost him for a while. Oh, this is the part? Well, to, oh. to where, like even within his weird world, I couldn't quite follow what he was trying oh, to say. okay. Just checking. Uh, my mistake. <laughs> However, there are giants about 12 feet tall. The giants might be alien hybrids. I think he was saying the aliens fucked humans and made giants. Okay. Um, And the giants were living on Easter Island as recently as 1722. And the Easter Island heads are actually modeled after these giants that were living there a few hundred years ago. Okay. <laughs> they're um, just. They're just all fucking like... Actual busts of themselves. Correct. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> cool. what he was saying. Yeah. Cool, 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 Um There were 3,700 giant skeletons pulled off of Catalina Island off the coast of California. 3,700 giant skeletons. Correct. That you have no photos of and have never been reported anywhere else. Yes. Cool. Um, and the giants like to wear weird, cute hats to cover their big skulls. Oh. And, and they may have built the pyramids. Oh, them too? Yep. Um. So, oh, and last thing about the weird giant alien races: the Sahara Desert is actually the result of an ancient alien war, oh, and they, they wiped it out. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. They pulverized everything into dust. Correct or sand? Uh, actually, his words were: "They bulldozed it. They bulldozed it." <laughs> yes. Is that yes? That's, <laughs> that's what that's happens. That's a quote from David Wilk. One big bulldozer <laughs> across the continent. And now it's sand. Uh huh. Um, so when they bulldozed <laughs> Africa, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a dumbass. Good lord. Uh, okay. L- last, last thing about this, this arc that he's trying to paint for us, Tom DeLonge. You're familiar. Oh. It's going to be a, a subject of our. You don't know this yet, but a subject of our Patreon episode this week. Uh, well, last week technically. Yeah, that too. Yep. Um, he is a Freemason and he's working on behalf of the CIA, which has actually been infiltrated by these Luciferian aliens. Does, does Tom know this? Unclear. Got it. But David knows this. Obviously. Obviously. David knows everything. The disclosure that we are currently in the midst of with yeah. these, you know, New York Times articles and the right. To the Stars stuff. Yeah. Um, is an attempt by the Luciferians who have infiltrated the CIA and hired Tom DeLong as their PR rep. Sure. It's an attempt by them to convert us to their religion, oh, a.k.a. Worshipping the devil. Correct. Mm. Okay. So that was... We have was, been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat-out deceived. I don't think anyone is really deceived, but we definitely have been bamboozled. Oh, I'm sure some people were deceived. There was actually a woman two seats to my left who every ten minutes or so would just lean over to her husband and whisper, That's true. -uh. (laughs) Nuh-uh. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. That was maybe my favorite part of of like the whole weekend. She was just like, Yeah. That's true. Uh. (laughs) Um Okay, so that took one hour and 57 minutes of his two-hour long presentation. What? And then at 1257, for a presentation that had to be done by one, he starts talking about a global grid in which he basically said, like, there's a Bermuda Triangle, but there are other Bermuda Triangles, and they all line up. Oh. And then... Oh, God. How? He ended his presentation... And there were some people like up towards the front in the front row who were psyched and they had just been, you know, very entertained.
2: I'm getting dickered on this one.
1: They stood up and they were clapping and like, yeah, woo, Dave, Dave. And he walked up to the front of the stage with his phone out and was just filming the people cheering for him for a while.
2: Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Ah!
1: Oh my god, I don't So if you hit up David Wilcox's uh, social media, there might be some footage of uh God from contact in the desert of him just filming people cheering for him. Everyone come see how good I look <laughs> All right, to close this episode Hey Internet They Love Me <laughs> To close this episode I'm
2: brilliant <laughs> Dex in the moon
1: you fucking jerk off. What the fuck? God. <laughs> to, to close, I have a section in my in the David Wilcox section of my notes labeled Other Crazy Shit. <laughs> Let's do it. Are we gonna rapid fire some other crazy shit to yeah, end the episode? Yeah, which I which fuck I yeah. couldn't directly tie to the, the bigger arc he was creating for us, but is worth saying. I'm here for it. Quote The moon is a Death Star. Hell yeah. Present tense, apparently. Um, no, I'm fine with that one. That one's cool. He thinks a lot of movies are real, including Marvel, Star Wars, and 2001. What do you mean? Thinks they're real? Um, he thinks the events described have actually happened. Why? <laughs> I don't know how to help you more than that because I don't understand it. Hell no. <laughs> and Antarctica is Atlantis. They are one and the same. There oh, are. Hell yeah. <laughs> there are hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of people in the military—I'm assuming he means U.S. military—fighting for disclosure. Um, he Hell kept, no. He kept talking about a cabal and an alliance. Cool. He didn't ever describe what either of those were, but he did say that the he ca- knows. He that knows. the cabal used to be con- used to control the NSA, but as of November of this of last year, the alliance took it back. So don't worry, the cabal is not listening to your phone calls anymore. Hell no. The Inspector General is releasing a report this week, meaning last week. No, by today. What episode is this? I don't know. Uh, This is coming out in six days. There should be a report out right now, if David Wilcock is not a liar, which he obviously is, (laughs) from the Inspector General reporting that the the moon is a Death Star. Hell no! (laughs) This should be available to the public. Right now, I'm fine as we with, speak, according to David Wilcock, I'm fine with making jokes about the moon being a Death Star. I'm not fine with actually saying that there's going to be a report coming out. This it. last week, um, giants used to eat humans.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> David Wilcock believes <laughs> that Russian men should not cry. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said this during his presentation. Hell no. <laughs> Every man should cry. It's really good for you to cry. If you don't cry, you're going to fucking die of a heart attack. At CIA- like 40. The CIA has its own army and its own UFOs. Hell yeah. The West Coast. That's true. <laughs> true. That's just true. That's true. That's just true. <laughs> the West Coast Illuminati is headquartered in San Diego. The East Coast Illuminati is headquartered in Pittsburgh.
2: <laughs> Hell no. Hell no.
1: <laughs> what is this guy saying? How do you do this, man? <laughs> I haven't looked back at these since I wrote them. What the fuck? <laughs> I literally it's- can't read my notes right now. <laughs> Pittsburgh, huh? Uh-huh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know why Pittsburgh of all things really got me. <laughs> uh, I
2: can't. It's such uh, a-
1: clearly not Russian because I'm crying yeah. from laughing right now. <laughs> um, oh, he man. he claimed that we can make distilled water from old car tires. Hell no. <laughs> There's a shadow war. Oh, lastly, there's a shadow war going on between the dragon family and the Illuminati. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know what the dragon family is, but they fucking hate the Illuminati. The dragon family. <laughs> Put it on the list. Put it on the list. And the dragon family uh, that hates the Illuminati is oh, our favorite thing. I'm... I made it through that whole thing, and I was so uh, proud of myself. By, by the end of the two hours, two fucking hours. Uh, there are really good movies that are shorter than that, bro. David Wilcock. Fuck me. Sorry, Jimmy. I couldn't get a photo with him. I I tried. He was. He did not respond to our PR request. Him and David Childress both said they weren't feeling it. Did they actually <laughs> yeah, proactively? We asked, and they both said no. Uh. That's fine. (laughs) I'm fine with that. Yeah, we tried. Sorry. Oh, shit, man. All right. Well, Till next year. (laughs) See you guys next week slash next year. Uh, Contact if you're listening. We will totally come and uh, hang out and interview your people and do a podcast. Or do a podcast or something. We'll get some young people out there next year. Hell yeah. Thanks for the partnership. Uh, One more time, if you go to stitcherpremium.com and enter the code what, you get a free month of Stitcher Premium and you help the Swear Boys out. So go do it. Give it a shot. There's good content. Hashtag content on there. Uh, if you want to be one of our voicemail leavers, you can do that at 612-246-4614. You can send us an email. Our email inbox is always open. It's hi at what We're at what if pod on all the socials. We got a Facebook group. There's a thousand motherfuckers in there hanging out, being weird. Leave us an
0: iTunes review. It helps us. Go to our website, buy a shirt. Don't drop the money in the world, but the kid like Bill and it feels right Mama, do you like my swag? Feeling like my Jack rolling with the stars, high. Chill, chill, don't be mad I've been living, on my dreams Came up from my past But tell me what's next Everything came together Don't guess, don't flex I don't know about y'all, take steps I'm a rep, blow the whistle, play the game Get the check Tryna be a legend, Apex Yeah, yeah I went right from the sky to the hills Had a battle all together I just hope that I live right Smile, through it all in cause it's to my babies and the ladies I just hope for a good night I ain't perfect, I just pray for a good time yeah. But they say they love me for my rap lines oh. It all comes together with a good life